Greetings and welcome back to the PLP Podcast with your homie, Carlos D. And I'm back this week. Yay, Christy. Your homestress, Christy. Back from an extended absence. Yes. And better than ever. Yes, thanks for holding it down as usual. You and your friends from last week's episode. Episode 36 of the PLP Podcast. Please like, rate, subscribe, review. You can find us on Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and Apple Podcasts, or wherever you find great podcasts. Follow us on the Instagram at the PLP Podcast. And then you can send us emails to the PLP Podcast at gmail.com. Shout out to the crew, POC fam. For holding down last time while we was out in Vegas. Did we have a... And so Adam Marie for you what? What does POC stand for? That's again? not your concern. Oh, you would never reveal It's that. a secret society. <laughs> People <laughs> of color, I understand what it stands for. Yes. It stands for a group of crazy black folk that love to have a good time, love to party, and love to get this shmoney. How you been? You want to say what's up to people? Tell people you've been for the last month. I haven't been. What's up, everybody? I haven't been anywhere. You went to I, Jamaica? How was that? Oh, yeah. How I much did. weed you smoke? <clears throat> Went to Jamaica, no weed, but I did get a tincture the other day at this party I went to and got sick. But Jamaica was nice, laid on a beach did the you whole get laid? time. Of course. <laughs> Ooh. Swam in the pool. Freaking Lots of good food. Oh, but, and I got a really good tan, but I have to confess, something bad did happen. I'm about to share with y'all. It's very graphic. I know you're going to be very disgusted by it. So, but I'm just going to go ahead and move forward with the story. I'm already cringing. First day on the beach, that Monday, in the ocean, crystal clear water, having a good time. Got my hair wet. I'm trying to float. Um, Just totally submerged in the water. And I look up, and a piece of human feces is floating toward me. (laughs) Oh, my God. You know how I feel about that. I know, and it was a piece of doo-doo. I'm not lying. How do you know it was human? Because I... God, it was that close to me. Taste test. I did not taste test. I am a human who poops, uh, as we all do. So mm. I, I know right next to me, I got out of the water and I did not get back in, except for my feet to my ankles for the rest of the trip. Well, so that was I, irrational. I literally, I'm not getting back in no poopy water. It's, was this the pool? Or the, this like, was the ocean. So how, yeah, like, what are the bugging. chances that? The ocean, that's the, what's the chance of happening again? The ocean is humongous. You still, better go back in that ocean. Like a piece of human poop. Do you know how, do you know how, you know how much you? of a germaphobe I am? It didn't touch you, did it? No, but the fact that I was in the water around it with the little excrement, the little, who knows what type of juice was right, around okay. it and on me. You know how, you know how I feel about that. So I went home, <laughs> you know, later that night, um, went in the house. Or went in the hotel. Washed I washed your body my a thousand hair, times. My body a thousand times, and yeah, so I, I didn't. And so then I end up. We ended up looking up, like people pooping in the ocean, and apparently that's a thing. And people poop in the ocean, and I do not understand why you would take a dump in the ocean. Like who gonna go all the way back to the hotel room when I can just pull their pants? Do you poop in the Hell ocean? No, but I'm a, I'm a human. I'm a, I'm a, I'm not a savage. But I, I think. You pee in the ocean, though. That's disgusting. I can see how urinating in the ocean or a body of water does happen. 
Yeah, but I, yeah, that's that's the make sure you just pull your. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't do it. I don't know. So I'm like, how did this happen and why? And so I got out of the water and then watching like the I don't know if other people saw it or what, but I'm just like, it's probably a little kid. Knew. Was it a kid? Was this a kid's place? No, it there we didn't see any. There were no kids there. I didn't mm. see any kids there. So. Well, that's pretty disgusting. Thank you for doing that. Thank you for letting me know about that. So that's, but other than that, Jamaica was beautiful. And then apart from that, I haven't really been, just been working um, and enjoying life. Getting wined and dined. Dined and wined. All right. Um, yeah. What's, so we know what you've been doing lately, going to Vegas, taking trips with your friends and yeah. hanging out. Doing podcasts and the such. All right, really quick. Let's get to this overreaction and all. I hesitate to do this one because I feel like there's no chance that either one of us are going to say it was uh, not an overreaction. I mean, that it was that it was not justifiable what these people's opinion was. Normally, overreaction, the point of it is to find something that's kind of like on that that line where it's like, are people just going out of their way to say this is, is offensive or, or or to be upset about it? But this one I think is probably going to be universal. Okay. It's a, it's a couple of weeks old, but we haven't recorded in a while. But I wanted to bring it up anyway because it just made me feel a certain, you know, made me feel kind of weird about this because this person is one of my favorite artists. I'm not one of those people that sound like they don't like this person. I like his music. I listen to it all the time. But have you heard this story about Drake and the 14 year old girl? Yes, I so have. For, I mean, everybody should know this by now. He is one of the most popular artists on earth. But apparently, Drake is good friends with the 14 year old little girl. And she's an actress. She's on that show Stranger Things. I saw season one. Never got around to season two. Never got around to watching season two, even though I did like season one. But I just haven't been motivated to watch it. Mm-hmm. But apparently she revealed in a W Magazine interview that her and Drake are really close friends. Apparently this story started back in November of last year where they were at a... She, I guess she went to Drake's concert. They took a picture together, which is okay. Who cares? They're both celebrities. That's no big deal. But when she was telling this magazine that they are still friends... Which even if they were just friends in the sense that he was mentoring her or he saw it in the reward show and just like, what's up? That'd be cool. But the thing that really got me and a lot of people upset was the fact that she says they text regularly and they text things like, I miss you so much and stuff like that. So you were once an impressionable young 14-year-old woman. Not to mention not mature. Not young woman. A 14-year-old. Is that even, I wouldn't even call that a woman. A girl. A, a growing girl mm-hmm. on the cusp of womanhood. Mm-hmm. Do you think this is an inappropriate relationship? Do you think a thirty-one year old could have a, a a should have a relationship with a fourteen-year-old that is not a child of theirs or not a relative of theirs? Speak on it. I should not, unless it's like a family friend and like, or we're like on a group text. It, it ain't just me and you. I think that is a little bit odd to be for, texting you know, a fourteen-year-old girl for a thirty-one and a fourteen-year-old to be um, text message text messaging. But I think on the other side of that. This is Hollywood. They are celebrities. He possibly really could have been, you know, mentoring her or been a fan of hers himself. And so the fact that they keep in touch, I mean, I think I would also, in that scenario, I would want to know what exactly else they're talking about. Like, because I think somebody has said, is he trying to like groom her? Like, this is what pedophiles do. Right, to set her up so when she's 18, he can pounce on her. I mean, because she did say that she he gives her like dating advice, and I'm like, maybe it's at like 14 was not even dating. But for her, I mean, yeah. But I guess people now people be fucking at 14, so dating. Yeah, you never know. 
So I, and they just live a whole different lifestyle and yeah. world. So I think people, like it is, kind of gives you pause, but I think people read into it a little bit too much, and I wasn't that concerned. Wait, I, it, I'm not concerned that Drake is out here um, shopping. Drake is not R. Kelly and out here. Do you think that people jump, that people do go too quickly to jump to the, like the negative? Like, it got to be about him trying to groom her or trying to be a pedophile, as opposed to maybe he is, probably he shouldn't be, but he maybe he is just a good guy who is giving advice to a person who is in a similar field to him. You know, he grew up as a teen actor. He was on a TV show for a while. She's on a TV show for yeah, a while. Yeah, so they have things they can so relate, have in common. common. So maybe, I mean, he may just be in a good guy, but to me, it makes me feel a little uneasy. And I think about my own personal life. I have a little cousin mm-hmm. who is um my cut co- my cousin's son. So he is like nine years old. So we were at the pool earlier this year, and he, you know, you know, you know that game Fortnite. Yeah. So Fortnite is a popular game for people that don't know. So he started. I didn't know he was playing Fortnite. He was playing play Fortnite, and I was like, okay, I play Fortnite sometimes too. So he. And the, the times they had calls me sometimes on the phone or text me from his mom's phone and say, hey, do you want to play Fortnite? And at first it was just me and him playing Fortnite. And I was like, oh, I'm cool with this. You know, because he is my little cousin, so it's no big whoop. Right. But then the last time we played, he like invited some other little kids that are like his friends to play with us. And they talking in the microphone. And I felt uneasy even having <laughs> him talking to me while we playing this video game. Uh-huh. And this is a, you know, a totally innocent thing. And I'm still right. like, I don't know these kids. I'm a grown adult. I should not be talking to these little kids in any type of way. So that's what made me feel a little uneasy about. I just don't feel like what could a grown ass man, and technically old enough to be her father, have a common with a fourteen year old. Yeah, not a lot except for I just think just their upbringing and where they are in life. You know, both being celebrities and having that background. So, and I think too, and and, and I could be a little bit naive or whatever, but if she, if it was something salacious or inappropriate going on, I don't think she would have like been said it i think she said it innocently in the magazine you know as a fan of drake herself like oh my god yes he's you know we just mm. texted or you know you think if blah, something blah, was blah. going she wouldn't be as open with it no nah, no nah. i think it was innocent and people just you know read the wrong way into it but there are a lot of creeps out here but i right. definitely don't think drake is so you think um, people are right okay to for them to be raising their eyebrows at it at it yeah, they're okay to raise their eyes. But you think it is an overreaction for them to be jumping straight to Drake is trying to molest her. Correct. Or Drake is trying to groom her for when she is older. That is correct. All right, we'll Drake let... likes BBWs anyways. Yeah, she kind of like a skinny little white girl. So I don't know if that's Drake's type. Eleven. Because even his baby mama is not pretty and she is not black. She's not, but you she's don't a think she's pretty? Thick... No, nobody thinks she's pretty. Really? A picture of her at the baby shower. Nah, they called her all strong face ass. That's like literally her nickname. Oh, I thought that was um, Ch- um Chance the Rapper's girlfriend. They called oh, I don't know strong who that face. Is. I don't know. Which is inappropriate and rude. Oh, strong face ass, heaven itself. I thought she was pretty. Both all of right. them. But anyway. And you said you got one? Do you got over it? No, nah, I don't have one. But when you did send me the story, like I could relate because I remember. Oh, you I, told I me you was a little fast ass in the pants. <laughs> when you was 14, 15 years old, I, out here freaking and sneaking with 20 year old, 25 year old grown ass men. No, but I did have like a friendship with. You, you know, want to share your molester story? He was not a molester. Like I, like I was like in high school and he was not in high school. I think he was in college. But <laughs> he was we, in his fifth year of um 12th grade. <laughs> No, so like we knew there was an age difference, but he it was almost Was he like a singer in college? No. He he was something in college. 
Um, he just throws you in the college. This is back in the day. Was a diploma. Is, but this is back in the day when you were on Black Planet and oh, MySpace yeah. oh, and all yeah. this stuff. And, was my and shit. I have not been shy about. Yes, I met people and you know was in the chat room was getting catfish and all catfished, that. Yeah. So, but this is somebody that I did like have a friendship with, and he was almost. You like, met him in person. Almost like a brother, and but you know wasn't. He ain't never trying to touch you. That's a separate story. <laughs> exactly. So he was grooming you, huh? No, I, I I don't look at it that way, and I and I, I never will. <laughs> He's like, I turned you your 18th birthday. I want to take you out to um Cheesecake Factory, and then I got a surprise for you. Nah, then he I, just pulls I was, his penis out. No, wasn't like that. But yeah, we definitely met in person and hung out and stuff. Right. That was a dear friend. Okay, so. but you don't know how old he was, and you don't even know if he really went to college. I don't. He did go to college. I don't. It was we're not friends anymore, so I don't remember like how old, how much older he was. He than was forty two, and you were twelve. Not anyway. Anything. Moving on. Um, the Bill Cosby mugshot. Did that make you feel sorry you won't be able to be free? Why? Because he was looking down. In the a head. lot of people said that Bill looked real frail and messed up, and they feel bad for him. They want him to let him free. Well, he is eighty years old, and he based off the mugshot. Tried for a crime, so anybody would. Come on, he now. got them suspenders. He do look like he half dead. Does Does Bill survive? Does he make it? Now, how long is he supposed to be serving in jail? They said he was sentenced to three to ten, three to ten years. But I'm hearing some people saying that he could get out after one year because of good behavior and such. I Can mean, he survive three years? If, let's say he got to. I know I, if he got to the hotel, he gonna be dead. He not making it. Oh, he, yeah, at eighty, no. he make. Do you think he can make three? And it still take have about three more years to live. No, uh, uh-uh. uh, he needs to be. He's gonna be in and out in a year. You know, the the life and the. That you when you say out, you mean dead? Like he, he, he checking he, out this world. If he serves more than a year, I think he'll die in prison. Like he can't, he can't stomach more than a year in prison. He's just not gonna make it mentally. They said he made it through the first week. How long did Martha pops. Stewart serve? Like, I think she did some months, some months, but she wasn't in this. I think it they was, put Bill Black ass in a real jail. They put Martha Stewart in one of them country jails. They, they put him in Rikers. No, nah, they put him in the state prison up in Pennsylvania. But I heard it was like uh, a serious, you know, because he a violent, a violent sex offender. They put him in like the real jail. He couldn't go to the country club jail. Yeah, that's well. If he was, if it was somebody else, they would been at the um, country club jail. But no comment. But he got. I mean, that's what you do when you do bad things. So. So you ain't feel no sympathy up. for the for the lazy eye, the dead eye. No, I did not. No, I did not. What about those suspenders? You felt bad about those? I didn't peep the suspenders. Yeah, you gotta stop trying, That's Uncle Bill. Got, no, I was gonna make an inappropriate joke. No, nah, go ahead. So, no, nah, I'm not gonna say it. It's not right. What did have to do with? <laughs> Tell that for me. No, I'm not going to. There you go. So, uh, so you felt sorry for him? Nah, I mean, I don't you want shit about Bill Cosby, man. To be on house arrest with a little ankle bracelet? Nah, I mean he can go to jail. He he. he he raped a bunch of women. Yeah. And people, I mean, people keep on saying, um, you know, he made, I mean, 60 women is a lot of women. So this is either like the magic conspiracy of all time or Bill actually did a lot of inappropriate stuff. Well, hopefully they So should... anytime you give somebody any type of drug involuntarily, that's doing wrong. Even if you, t- especially if you don't tell them what the drug is. If you gave him a drug and say it's one thing, but it's ultimately something else that's wrong. If you give them a drug without their knowledge, that's wrong. Then if they was all partying and people were taking drugs and he gave them a drug and they did whatever they did after the fact, that ain't no crime. Right. But anything where he did not tell them what this pill was, that's a crime. And co- sure, maybe 60 women all trying to come up on him. And it is a big conspiracy because he was trying to buy NBC. <laughs> no, no, I hate that <laughs> and story. Now, and now they want to get Bill up out of the pocket because he finally had enough money to buy NBC and they didn't want a black man having that much power. 
So they got Bill up out of here by making 60 women say he did anything. Mm. But uh, yeah, sorry, Bill. Uh, do I want? I mean, I don't want anybody to die. But at this point, you I got, got your my memories. I got my memories. I'm still, I still mess with Heathcliff Huxtable Hall. So, Bill, Cl- uh, Bill Clint, Bill, Bill Cosby, Bill Cosby, same initials. Bill Cosby, whether he check out on that, is gonna be what it's gonna be. Enjoy. Yeah, I'm gonna still watch the Cosby Show. Man, you look like Denise Huxtable. Well. You wish you was Denise Huxtable. I wish I was Denise Huxtable. Yeah, I wish you was as fine as Lisa Bonet. I am as fine as Lisa Bonet. So what are we talking about today? What are we doing? What are we doing? We're just talking. Oh, you wanted to um, get into Insecure a little bit. We don't do a recap show, but Insecure season number three is finally to an end. And we we want to talk about some of the topics that we went over this season. Talk about the show itself. Because we both agree that we love Issa Rae. Even yes. though she is my arch nemesis on the internet from that time I mocked her. <laughs> and she and she clapped back, as the young people would say. Oh but you gosh. wanted to give some thoughts on the season as a whole. So I just want to talk about the season, what you thought about it in general. Maybe talk about some of your favorite moments. And then talk a little about some of the things that they tackled in this episode and what you think is going to happen moving forward. Because we got to support these black shows. They keep on saying it's a, it's a time for... The revival, I'm about to say revitalization. The revival. Revival of, of black sitcoms or black television. There's a lot of people in that black TV space that's really rocking right now. Issa Rae, you got Ken, uh, Kenya Barris, you got um, Homegirl from Scandal. Lena Waithe. Lena Waithe, I forgot about Lena Waithe. Um, what's the, what's Shonda Rhimes. Shonda Rhimes. You got people like Ava DuVernay, who is, I think is the director, but I think she might do some writing and producing and stuff. Like, so you got a lot of a lot of black shows coming on. You got uh, Cedric Entertainer got a new show that's, that came on. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, Little Rail got a show I tried to watch. I wanted to like, but it got a laugh track. Uh, I, don't, I don't like laugh tracks. That reminds and me of Tyler funny. Perry um, shows. No, I don't his like cornball laugh ass. But even Tyler Perry, he, as much as I don't like any of the work that he does, you still got to salute him for employing um, – the uh, what's the guy name? Evan Thibodeau. He, he gave him a job. Yes, I'm gonna watch because of that. Really? Yeah, I want to see. Why do you care about his bubblehead ass? Because you ain't cared about him in the last 25 years. Now you care about his ass. It don't matter. You should have been given to his GoFundMe so he wouldn't have to work at Trader Joe's. Did he really start one? No. Oh. But you know, people was upset because he the month um, Nicki Minaj gave him twenty five thousand dollars and he donated that twenty five thousand to charity instead of keeping it for himself. Like, why do people get upset about this weird stuff? Mind your business. Why? Yeah. yeah like, why do y'all care what he do with money well, that somebody why gave to him? Publicized, Nikki. If you wanted to help him, like, great. But like, who tweeted that you gave him? Tw- like, she why did. do we know? She that- told him on her on a radio show. Okay, we'll stop bragging. Like, shut up. You know, ain't nobody doing that for free nowadays, man. <laughs> if they can't get no shine out of it. Right. Oh yeah. So I'm definitely gonna watch. Um, the thing, but well, I don't, you only know the name of the goddamn show. Whatever show. Um, I'm gonna watch that black ass show that Tyler Perry no doubt got on that black ass network. No, I'm, and he's going to be on an episode of CSI this month. CSI still exists? One of the CSIs, yeah. No, I, I think CSI too. don't exist no more. No. You thinking of, one, you're thinking of um, SVU? Unless it's NCIS. NCIS, maybe. No, it's, it's CSI. CSI, no. I don't think CSI exists okay, no more. Okay, okay, okay. I want to say all the CSIs are gone. It's too many of them daggone um, investigative shows yeah. anyways. Like, God. I mean, more credit to this dude, though, because he turned a negative into a positive. And now it's all good. It didn't? Okay. And if you don't know, now you know. So he can enjoy his second 15 minutes of fame because next, I guarantee next year doesn't run this time. He'll probably be back at Trader Joe's. Well, Trader Joe's probably ain't gonna have him back. He'll be a hopeful. Why are you so negative? Because I'm a negative ass person. That's mean. He's gonna make a, a comeback 
And who knows? <laughs> they're going to reboot they, the Cosby show. He can play uh, Dr. Keith the Hustle. What, how are they going to write the Bill Thibodeaux. Cosby? The Thibodeaux. He died. The motherfucker's 80. Anyway. <laughs> That's how they're going to come back. No, no. They should make life a uh, uh, real life. So, like, all this time, you know, um, Dr. Keith the Hustle was a gynecologist. No. No. <laughs> he was molesting women. Uh, it's not funny he was blessed one, but I'm saying that would be like the premier, the, pr- the premise be, of the show. That can never be. All that time, y'all thought he was just a good, mild man, a doctor. He was really molesting all his patients. And then now, we dealing with the aftermath of Claire having to defend her husband in the courtroom. This Even time, though she a great lawyer, she ends up losing the, well, she'd be 80-something too now. So, so she obviously, she, she come went, out of retirement to represent her husband who has been sued for malpractice and for sexually assaulting all of his patients for the last 20 years. You should pitch this. But it would Do not you know, be you... it would not be on network television. This has to be on like HBO or it's Showtime. Gonna be on something that's, make serious, myself. that's gonna be a serious show. <laughs> I want to start my own TV network and it's about Dr. Cliff Huxtable. <laughs> pedophile. No, not a pedophile. Serial molester. Oh my God. The way your mind works. The way your mind I, works. I think, it, I think we can make that. You, you still got the phone number for Ken Peel? Yeah, yeah. I All right, call him. The other day, call him so. in and let's see if he can if he can pitch that. Okay. okay. All right, insecure. It's cool. It's cool. Overall impressions: the season was boring, and uh, damn rude. However, it, it was boring, and I felt like Issa was too sprung off of Nathan or whatever his name was. I let, it just went. It just she it just seemed like he was she was moving too fast with him to only have those couple of interactions. And be sprung. Um. But that that let me that let me say I want to talk about really quick. I do want to say, I, I won't say the the season was boring. I don't think it was. It was probably the weakest of the three seasons that they had so far. Yeah. Even though I did find myself at times wishing the episodes were long and the season was longer, even though most of the episodes were not that great. Some of the episodes were fantastic. The Coachella one was one probably one of the funniest the episodes they ever had. Yeah. And there was a, the episode after Coachella when Lawrence came back was a pretty good episode too. That episode that she was talking about when she was sprung off Nathan and she was stalking his house, At the co- oh, that right. was one of the worst episode episodes seven. of that show that I've ever seen. And that made me... Uh, to me, I don't understand. I have never been that infatuated somebody that I dated for years, much less for a couple of weeks, mm-hmm. that I would be that concerned I'd be stalking his house and all that type of stuff. What do you think it really comes down to what she was talking about in the car that when you're in a bad place for a long time, you feel like you can't do nothing right, and somebody give you just that little bit of hope that you could do right, you think that could be enough to make you feel that attached to him? Speak from a woman's point of view. So, I mean, based on, like, okay, in real life, yes, but just based on how it was portrayed in the um, series, no. Like, it was just too much. I I don't like the way it played out. But, yes, I could see how somebody could, you know, take that little They took her to her lowest point on the show. Yeah, she did, but she was already making herself come back because she already had her apartment. She had her second job. She was planning the block party. And all he did was, was say, I think you can do it. And she was just like head over heels but I, like but for him. She did have some of her stuff getting back together because she was, she had the apartment part. She was still working at We Got Y'all. He motivated her to quit We Got Y'all. And he um, motivated her to support her with her block party thing. Oh, I, I'll take it back. Another episode I thought was really great was the one when they went on that date. I thought that was one of the, oh, the that was a really really good episode. That yeah, was really that was, really that, cute. I mean that was good. That was, was one of the, it was it, it, but for the, out of eight, I want to say three was really really good. Two was like okay, and then a couple was just bad. Yeah, the one one was the best. They they come in the order of their greatness. 
I was hoping to see more of the other characters, like like what happened with um, Tiffany and her baby, because I think it's something never shady going on with that. That's going to come out season four. But do you watch the wind downs after the episodes? Yeah, I usually Which watch them, not I all of them. I think they should I cut out the, the wind down and just make the episode longer. Like, that's what I think. Like, I don't want to hear, like, what y'all, I, I don't want to hear that part. I want to see more of them. But, um, yeah, this was a dull season for me. And but but on the wind down of the last episode, they make you think that okay, her and Lawrence might have a potential to like go get back together. Now do you want to like see that? Because see... mm. honestly, I thought Lawrence spread his course until I saw I them told in the you diner. He was gonna make a comeback. When I saw them in that last scene after the, in the episode when they were showing how he what he been doing, and, and then they met in that diner. I was like, I do want to see them together again. I thought it was real cute together. Yeah, it'd just be like, we done both lived our lives. This is what happened. And now, like, you're still my person. Like, that's that's a real life, you know, love story. And I think they tried to show that between um, what happened with Chad, even though they never showed Chad's fiance, mm-hmm. you know, how he cheated and they got back together. And then remember, Lawrence went to dinner with his lunch, um, went to um, lunch with his father. Who was in the Five Hot Beats. Oh, he was? Okay. You don't watch the... Oh, God. The dude with the deep... You don't... Forget it. I don't... Glad you don't like black TV. <laughs> Whatever. So, Whatever. I'm just saying... I better find a said the saying... father from 16 Candles, your ass would have been all over it. 16 Candles? Don't I worry haven't about seen it. that You haven't either. seen that movie. Shut up. Just oh, okay. Move on. So, I say all that to say, they're setting it up for the next season for them to, like, have some type of, you know, more interaction and probably consideration try to get back together. But to me, the chance And I think thing... it's realistic... Yeah, to me, the Chad thing wasn't about Chad knowing that he was wrong and fixing his rights. Chad just was like lazy to the point where a lot of us get in our lives when we put in a lot of work into a relationship and then we get to the point where it's like, I'd rather deal with the shenanigans or the foolishness of this particular person than to start all the way over with somebody new. Know. But I, that's a, I don't like, I don't I like think that's that a lazy of way view. of life, but it's still a, Especially when we start getting older and older in life, do we really want to be like, okay, I put my five, six, or seven years, whatever, in this person, and start over fresh and get back out in this crazy ass dating yes, world? Yeah, it's tough out here. Okay, why... you think because you got a sweetie now that everything's peaches and kings? Okay, allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. So, but just that we're totally going off topic. But I don't want somebody to be with me because they're comfortable or because they know, knowing that they, knowing that they only be with me because they don't want to get back out there. Like, don't be like, leave me. Like, go back out there. Do your own thing. Don't be trying to keep me hostage just because you're scared to get back out in the world when that's really what you want is to find somebody different, but you're too lazy to go to get your game together and get yourself together. Don't mm-hmm. do that. Okay. Keep moving on. But... What do you think they're building with this um, Nathan thing? I think they're trying to set him up to have mental illness. I think he has a record, a criminal record. People keep saying that, but why yeah. do you say that? Or there's a theory that he's homeless. No, well, he's he lives homeless. with Andrew. No, but before they showed all that, it was like, is he home? like, what's going on with him? Is he homeless? Is but he a felon? What's they always said in the episode when he introduced him that he that he lived with those guys. Well, because he was from remember he was from Houston and Houston his, and, he, and he just popped up here. I yeah. think what his uh, what from what if you listen to what he was saying, what he was saying, you know, sometimes I just get really down and negative and I don't oh, know how to talk to people. Right. I think they said they're about to have bipolar, like he bipolar to, or something to like that. To bring up the issue of mental health in the black community. Yeah. Because yeah. I think he was also a little bit manic when he was like trying to get her to, just the way he was like agitated or fidgety when he was trying to talk to her about, like he seemed like he was about I to have a breakdown just a bad just actor. from that. Oh. Man, maybe he is terrible actor. But I think they're trying to set up the fact that he gonna have like some type of bipolar disorder, and he's gonna give him another chance. And then the next time he have one of his episodes, they are gonna kind of let it play out on 
But then because they uh, they tackle stuff like that, like cause I think this episode they were supposed to be talking this season they tackled a lot of like toxic male masculinity, or they have right. done, like they did that early on with um who disappeared again Daniel, like he was all his ego, his ego was tearing him down, his ego was making it so he couldn't achieve things because he didn't true. know how to deal with the woman that he wanted or making it clear that he wanted her, he didn't know how to deal with. The not having the success in the life that he and wanted. His friend had, right, yeah, right. so I think they kind of played him that this year. So yeah. I think next year that might be something they build on. Um, one thing I did, another thing I didn't like about the last episode was how Issa went off on Molly when Molly was really just trying to protect Issa from Nathan. Because you do not get to disappear and show back up on my birthday with some flowers like nothing happened. Mm. Like that was a. Uh, a, a perfect because if it went the other way, Issa would have had a problem with it. So it was to me, it would have for me, it was a lose lose situation. So if but, that was your homegirl, you would have did the same thing. Yeah, get away from around here. Why we ain't heard from you in a month? Why? What are you doing now? Mm. Do you think that's your place, though? Yes. As the person who's not involved in this relationship, is your place to maybe she needed that closure? And I'm not. I, I, I more agree with you. I'm just playing devil's yeah. advocate right now. Well, the devil maybe has enough advocates. <laughs> Maybe she needed that closure and having to talk. And I understand what Molly's point of view. Molly's point was like, okay, if you come back another day, maybe she can let him talk to him if I'm not here. But this was leading right up to the birthday surprise. And she did say, I want a drama-free birthday. She did. Because Molly was real bold about the fact that she was like, oh, I'm, you know, she thought she did a really, really nice thing for her. And then Issa was really upset about it. Yeah. And I think ultimately, yeah, Molly did have to tell Issa that this happened, but she didn't have to say it like that. Like, oh, like all flip, like, oh, yeah. And I told Daniel came by here before your birthday and I blah, blah, blah. She could have delivered it differently in a different setting, like let a little bit of time go by. But Issa blew up way too hard and then got on Molly for being assertive at work. Like, what was the guy's name? Milan J- Jelani? What? The, her, um, Mo- oh, um, Molly's. Um, Torian. Torian. Like she did the damn thing. She stepped up to make herself shine because he didn't he do something similar to her earlier in the Well, they was like, having a just, meeting and he was like trying to like take over. He was over. just more aggressive with his answers and the response. And so I I didn't like how Issa came from Molly. Do you think that Issa was trying that. to tear down Molly for doing something that men do all the time? Yes. And you think that do you think there's something common with, with the sisters that they try to rein other sisters in from being different? I don't know if I'm saying that right when I say different. I mean, like, yeah, because I think in the end, we just like some women just we have we don't want to come off rude or mean. And we have to put the smiley face or the exclamation point in our email or, you know, smile face to face when really we're feeling something else. Because when you walk away, you don't want anybody to have an impression of you that you're like a bitch. So. To say that, so yeah, I think Issa was basically saying you were wrong for acting that way. You need to go clean that situation up, or else you're gonna be, you know, by your wayside. You know, what you say, make partner. She's like, be alone. Friends. Yeah. But like, but you saw you that by the end of the episode. Make, you don't go to work to make friends, and that was just one little project that other people was working on. Like, I mean, I mean, you I, don't go to work to be friends, but you also don't want to be in a but, working environment that. It's toxic because nobody likes you. But I don't think that she has done anything to make anybody not like her, except for possibly maybe Torian. But I don't even see how that could but be the case. Because didn't she though? No. Think because about it. All he said because she had she had it together, and just based on what happened in their previous interaction, when he just kind of like stole the stole the show, I don't think she was trying to be on get bad. So she was just like, I can do it. I'm ready. Mm-hmm. And. I mean, they let her present, and she and she handled it. Like, be glad that the the overall team won. Don't be mad. Cause, talking about Torian, don't be mad because you ain't the one that 
cross the finish line or like. But she whatever. also had the issue with the ladies that Tori ended up joining when she had promised to work with them on a project, and then she, as soon as she saw Shine to hop on Torian's train to kind of because he was working on a more high profile case, she left them behind. So that's already she got issues with the initial things when she was kept talking about her old workplace, how it was better. Well, not better, but how yeah, we did this yeah. scenario that was turning people off. She was turning her secretary off or not necessarily her assistant off. Now she didn't turn Torian off and she turned those two ladies off. Okay. I didn't, it's, I don't remember the late the turning the two ladies off. I don't well, it's a, that it's been a long season. That's why yeah. I'm going to recap. So at some point she might be in a situation where she does get everything she thinks she wants as far as her career go, but it's a sacrifice of being in an environment that is kind of toxic because nobody wants to interact with you. And I'm the first person to say, I want to make no friends at work. But, but still, I also go out of my way, not go out of my way, but I also know that if I want to be in this working environment and have it be a even halfway pleasant experience, I got to tolerate things that I normally wouldn't tolerate my personal life when it comes to dealing with interacting with Cole. Yeah, but it's other day. It's a double standard. And if that was Torian, you know, they wouldn't have been looking at him sideways or something like that. They'll be like, oh, that's just how they do. That's just how men do. Or, you know, that's just how he does. But because it's Molly and because she's new, and because she's a woman. Um, and because know. she's black. And because she's black. And because, and because she keeps talking bl- about her old job. And she's from Los Angeles. And she's from L.A. And she wear wigs. And she wear wigs. And she wear that purple, ugly purple outfit. They had, you know what? Molly always, Molly is always dressed very nicely. I don't know. But that, that purple, that was nice. What purple? Girl, didn't even watch the show. Which episode? This episode that just came on the finale. When she had on that purple suit. I liked I've liked everything that she's worn. Girl, you like everything. I don't you like just in love with Yvonne in real life. I no Issa. I don't know what she be wearing. She don't be matching. Issa, Issa been um showing up that she, little flat tummy this season. Though. Issa been getting in shape. Yeah, you can tell she's she trying has. to get sexy because she on TV now. Yeah, she's. You told me she. You texted me last night that she was looking thick, and you was like, Ugh. like she growing a little little curve. Mm. You know, she's a little, little bit solid slim. In the back. She's a little bit slim in in, in, in the bottom half. I'm looking at that little a, flat that little flat tummy. That flat. She been on that flat tummy tee. That's what it is, I guess. Yeah. And so. then what was the other thing I want to talk about? Oh. Back to that um, real quick about the Nathan thing with the ghosting. Oh. Have you ever been ghosted to the point where you was like that concerned about the other person? Yes. Tell the story. So the story is the guy was a cousin of a girl I worked with and we met at one of her celebrations. We, it's a celebration. We, you know, have been we're doing whatever we doing for like a couple of months. Why and do you always say whatever we're doing whatever? Just, I don't, I don't, we don't gotta be open with these people. Like if they go, if they gonna listen and trust you, you gotta be open with them. Were y'all dating? Were y'all kissing? Were y'all making sweet love? Pause. Hand jaws? Were y'all filling each other's breasts? What was going on? <laughs> Ball action? What nudity? Come on, be if honest. I, if I when I share this, you need to share where you went to college. Not, no, no, because no, our listeners want to know. Tell what? What do you mean by messing around? Was y'all? So, no, when I say whatever you want to call it, I'm not. We weren't boyfriend and girlfriend, and I guess we were dating, but I think we were more like. I don't even want to call it dating because for real, for real, he ain't even take me out like that. He just took you to the bedroom. That's a yes. Oh my god, did he lay it down? Oh, damn! You should see her face. Excuse me. So he was just laying it down so proper. It was, you know, whatever. Thought he was a good guy. And something happened. This was, not, it was like 2013, 2014. I was still in school and I was studying for like a final exam or something. And I had turned off my phone for the entire day. And he, I guess he couldn't get through to me because like the day before, 
anyway, I don't even remember all the details, but he couldn't get through to me. And I know that he was calling me on that day because we had plans. It was actually around Valentine's Day. We were supposed to have plans that following week. So when I called him Sunday to like reach out and see, you know, hey, what's up? Where you been? How you? Phone just rang and rang and rang. He never did he heard ghost me. you? It, it, he it, ghosted me. How did he ghost you if you ignored him for a, a long period I didn't. of time? I didn't. I was in school. I turned my phone off to focus and to like do my homework. When you knew he could, he was gonna be reaching out to you about some plans y'all supposed to have. I feel like you're wrong in this situation. No. This no, no, no. Like, you, you, no, 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 no. You're my partner. You're my life partner. But <laughs> wrong is wrong. Okay. All right. Can I can I start over with the story? Yes, I was being like. Now yes. you gonna make some lies up so no. it make it seem like no. you won. No. I mean, you weren't in the wrong. I, no. Yes, I semi knew that he was gonna have a problem with not being able to reach me, but that was at a point in my life where maybe I did play a little bit of games and I knew that he was gonna be trying to get through. But I, you know, whatever. And yes, I still had work to do. I was I had like a paper or, or like a final exam. So the next day, couldn't get a hold of him. Had been calling him and calling him. It was snowing. This was like February. And anyway, long story short, it was like over a month had went past and I just never heard from him again. And I went to see, and then I was hanging out with his cousin one time and I was telling her what was going on. And she was like, oh my God, I can't believe this. You should go like go to his house and like see what's going on. Oh, she's trying to get you on some Easter stuff. So I, and I have never, I've never. Oh my God. Yes. People kept saying this was relatable, and I was like, "It's no way this is relatable to and anybody never, in real life." I've never done anything you like really, that. You rode up to the house. So as soon as I left there, because you knocked we, on the door, we were at her another homegirl's house who lived around the corner for him. So I was thinking about it. I was in my feelings. I was upset. And I'm like, "Okay, I'm gonna go, you know, make this right and see what's going on." R- rode around there, saw his car outside, and knocked on the door. I knocked. Nobody came to the door. Knocked again. And then knocked again, and I heard, like, some fumbling or some stumbling. I didn't tell you the story. Nah, this is the first time hearing this. Oh, my God. And so the door flings open, and it's him, and he's holding back this girl who's about to come <laughs> out and ass. beat my ass. Why was the girl trying to fight you, though? Because, obviously, you. I was a rebound, and this is somebody that I feel like he had been with. Oh, he been was with. like a girl. His, like, his, yeah, his like, lady. yeah, like his main lady. She was about to come get me, and I just saw that. And rolled out and walked walk back out. And Unless I was he was like, mad enough oh, not to let her attack you. But some dudes would have so been like petty. She was running up the stairs because he had like a like kind of like a split level. So uh-huh. he was running up the she was running up the stairs and he caught her because I guess he peeked out and saw that it was me and she must have saw too and he like grabbed her. Yes, yeah, so I almost got beat up because no, I'm not fighting. <laughs> and she was she's bigger than me. She was you know she was a, a bigger oh woman. Oh my god! You never Crazy. saw him again. And I saw him again, like maybe. A year later, because the girl has had a um, housewarming, and he came up and he apologized, and okay. he tried to get my number again, but oh, I did not. Was this... um, no, I no, that's a different, I that's him, a different guy. I didn't give I'm him thinking of the a different number. Guy. I was about to ask you a question, but, I, but that was like one of the. I, I've gotten closure off a relationship, a relationship or a situation twice, and that was one of them because he he came up and he admitted he was wrong, but pro- he was probably only doing that because he wanted to like try to get know, at you get, again, get, get at me again, that good good again, that um, juicy but juice. But yeah, yeah, I did, Damn. and I had never, and like yeah, I've been ghosted by other people too, but I've never gotten to that. That point was the one that where got I was just you. like, well, why not? Like, just let me just go over there and see, what, you know? No, because I'm, I'm watching that show and I'm like, nobody would ever do anything like this. And then I was reading, you know, different people's giving like reviews online. And I was reading the comments underneath, and people were like, "This is relatable, it's so relatable." And I was like, "This is not relatable. I would what, never see my do something like I think this for women, because we get in our heads a lot, and it's like, what? Just how it was on the show. Issa was like, so you know what? Maybe she did. You know, I'm I'm like making the argument for why Issa act, reacted the way she did, because like I do get it, but I guess I just didn't like Nathan as a character. Like anyway, 
getting off subject, but you do get in your head like, what did I do wrong? Or maybe I should have did this. Or, or is it because I said that? Or you just like relive every single moment and try to look at it from different angles and see like see where we're justification. wrong. Or mm. if, if there was a sign or yeah, just second and triple guessing yourself. Yeah, we do that. Y'all men don't do that. No, 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 no. I think y'all I mean, just, I mean, I'm y'all, sure some people see, that's have. why y'all, y'all move, so-called move on so fast, but then y'all also have other, like, pent-up issues that you just never really address. I mean, I'm pretty sure it's guys who, you know, you've had, you've heard, definitely heard stories of guys stalking their ex or won't leave her alone or always trying to pester her and stuff like that, but I'm just saying, me personally, I've never been in a situation where that somebody stopped talking to me or some type of situation like that. And I was like that freaked out about it. Mm-hmm. Like to me, I got like a pretty much when I was dating, I had like a one text rule. Like if I text you one time and you don't respond back, I'm assuming you know, we don't talk anymore. I mean, if it's like my, you know, somebody I'm in a relationship with, and of course, if you don't text one time, no. But if it's somebody that I'm dating casually or we just seen on some type of stuff, I'm assuming that you don't, you're just not interested no more. I got ghosted by the same person twice one time. You dumb? It's like, no, I'm just joking. Nah, it was I'm weird. Sorry. Like, how did that happen? <laughs> like, we was get, we was hanging out casually, maybe like two, three, three times. Oh, I think you told me the story. Recently? It, no. Not no, recently, no. but like it happened a couple years ago or something? Yeah, this was years ago. Oh, maybe not. Uh, but basically, yeah, what, like one year, it was like the summertime or springtime, whatever, hanging out with a couple of times, just disappeared, stopped talking. I was like, okay, we wasn't doing nothing that serious, it wasn't that big deal. Like a year later... Somehow got back in touch, did the same thing again, went out two or three times, mm-hmm. disappeared again. But I wasn't like, oh, I'm going to try to follow him or call him or keep texting him or <laughs> keep leaving him messages. To me, it's like if I text you one time, maybe twice if I'm really interested in you. Because, you know, sometimes you do think, oh, something might have happened to him. Maybe mm-hmm. they hurt or whatever. Mm-hmm. But after that, I'm not going to keep on saying five, six, seven, ten messages over weeks and weeks. You're not interested. Yeah. So move on and hopefully you ain't dead. But then part of it, too, is, like, men have more fish in the sea to choose from. Like, y'all not picky and choosy. uh, Or as particular as some women tend to be with their mates. So we know, like, if we done met somebody that we like, like, this is it. Let's try to, you know, we we really put ourselves into it in the beginning. Well, Well, clearly you did with your stalking ass. Shut up. Knocking on doors, getting beat up. I know. Can you believe that? I wish I was there. I do have, I do have, the other day at work, somebody. You wish you have hood right tendencies? No, no, I don't have no hood right tendencies. I was like, you know what? Somebody was saying something about my life. I was like, I don't have that interest in the life. And they were like, I bet you do. And I was like, yeah. But now thinking of that story, and I almost wrote a book about some of my experiences with men and dating and like just the crazy stuff that I done been through and heard. That'd be a bestseller. It would be a best bestseller. Well, the good thing you got this podcast to tell more of your zany stories. Well, you know, I'm not a good storyteller either, but I digress. Shut up. You're not supposed to agree. Oh, I said that out loud? Yes, you did. I thought I was just thinking that in my head. Anyway, and yes, I've ghosted. I'm like, yeah. You oh, just, you ghosted you, people you before? You just stopped returning texts or blocked the number. I feel like I never really ghosted anybody in the sense that I feel it's rude not to respond to people's messages, but I will do such things that make them not want to text me anymore. Oh, God. So that's even more image. That's even worse than ghosting. Because it's like, you'll do stuff like wait a day to respond back or hour. They'll, they'll like write something. You'll give them like one little word answers. And eventually they get the message and they'll stop texting you. But I feel like somebody sent me a message and I got to respond to it eventually. I mean, that's the, the little... Well, that's the old me, of course. I don't do stuff like that anymore. That you've grown and matured. I'm thinking about back in my young player days when I was a young player. Yes, it's true. Getting all the draws. 
but I'm a reformed person now, only about the positivity and never about the games or being a player ever again. I'm retired from the game. What's that side note? What's that um, TV show they're supposed to be bringing back that came on back in the day? Some like what you kind don't of know? It's, like, I don't know if it's like it's been a million TV shows yeah, that they came on. It's a black TV show. I don't know if it's what living that single show. Um, or... It's not living single. It's some show that they're trying to bring back. I don't know. I watch like, living single. I don't know what one to watch it. You mean they bringing it back as the same characters, or they bringing it back as fresh characters? I, I ain't did my research, so I don't, right, well, I don't, really don't bring up enough. I'm gonna edit, I'm gonna edit all this out. Don't bring up enough. You don't know. We doing that. You do it all the time. All right. So insecure. You will be watching season four, though. Oh, of course. Kept yeah. you coming back from there. Good luck, Issa. Hope you got some other stuff in the rocks. Before we wrap it up, we're not gonna do a long show this day, but I do want to give you a chance. Something you said the last, not the last episode because you weren't on it, but the episode before that, you forgave a man. I thought we wanted to talk no, about no, him. No, no, no. You, no, no. You're gonna talk about it because I want to see what you forgave a, a a gentleman for his wacky behavior and his wacky ways. Do you stand? We don't have to say his name. Do mm-hmm. you stand by that forgiveness? Do you still accept that apology, or do you want to take that back for the people? I still accept his apology because he apologized for that particular thing that he said. So yes, I still accept that apology. Because that's totally separate from what the crazy stuff that he's still doing to this day. So I can't go back and, and um, recamp or take back my uh, apology. Uh-oh, your sister calling. Put on the phone. So, Put on speaker. No, I can't. It'll be on. Put on speaker. Sister, you're on. You ruined my show. She ain't even talking. Is that some little kid? So anyway, my sister is FaceTiming me right now on this episode of the podcast. Show. Okay, okay, I got you, I got you. I'm gonna call you back. Ask her what her opinion okay. is on Kanye. All right. All right. What? <laughs> Should have asked her about her Kanye opinion. So um, you accepted his apology for? Yeah, I still like I said I accepted his apology a couple weeks ago. I still accept it, and now he's on some new stuff, and that don't mean that I don't accept that old apology. He's, I mean, it. I don't know what else you want me to say. I'm like, just asking. I'm just he's sure, crazy. I'm he can still fuck off as far as I'm concerned. He's not crazy, but he has issues. And he need to get back on his medication, and he need to leave me alone. And if you are a black person, and you buy any more of his items or support him, his you're music, anything, me. you're dead to me. You're a traitor to your people. And that's all I have to say about that. What about R. Kelly? Are they allowed to buy? You know nobody can listen to R. Kelly. Okay. No, he's... Very good. Just oh, confirming. I'm about to get into another thing, but we're going to say that for next time. Damn, what is it? Give us, give us, give the audience a preview. Give them a tease. It's about Michael Jackson and how I think his music might be overrated. Oh, Tune in next time <laughs> to the PLP podcast to see my thoughts on Michael Jackson and whether his music holds up and is really as good as people make it out to be. Oh, God. So we're going to get about it on that note. Where can they find us? You can find us on Stitcher, SoundCloud, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you find great podcasts. Follow us on the Instagram, the PLP Podcast on Instagram. Hopefully, Christy will stop being so political on there and actually be lively and have some fun stuff (laughs) in the future. You can send us emails to theplppodcast at gmail.com. And that's it. You have any closing words? Anything you want to say? Anything you want to promote? Nope, not at this time. Thanks tell, again for listening. You want to tell us about how good the loving was that made you go knock on that door? Are we signing off or are we going to part two? I'm just saying. That must, that must have been some good ass loving. You no, knocking on doors. Okay. God 
Damn. All right. This has been your boy, Carlos D. This is your girl, Christy. See ya. Thank you for being a friend. Oh, 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 yeah. Down the road, back hey, so we started from the bottom, now we're here.